0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him!
1: Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello! I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions.
0: Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2.
1: There's a part two?
0: We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Friday follow-up podcast of Drinks with Johnny. Today is a little bit different. Uh, Maggie Linderman, the guest from this uh, from this week's earlier episode, uh, is off the grid right now. She does this apparently uh, according to her management. Uh, every once in a while, she goes and hangs out with her dad and goes completely off the grid for a couple weeks. I think that's awesome. It's a, it's a great thing for us all to do is just uh, put the cell phone away for a while and uh, just uh, disconnect as they say um, so uh, we're probably gonna get a phone call with her later in the month at some point and uh, we'll just release that uh, another week so we did decide to do something a little different for you guys on this uh, follow-up Friday I'm gonna be giving Brandon Lombardo a call he for those of you who don't know he is the uh, man behind this show uh, director graphic designer all those things wonderful things making me look better than i really am and uh he <laughs> lives in newcastle pennsylvania with a few characters and uh one of these characters is going to be on the show today we're supposed to have two of the characters because uh, i went there in july sometime visited brandon and his uh his kid and his wife and uh it was an absolute blast and we went out to a bar one night i got to meet some of these characters and they were telling me some amazing stories and uh, we decided at some point if we ever needed just some audio and some great stories we're just gonna give these guys a call apparently one of them isn't awake yet i don't know what's going on i'm gonna let uh brandon kind of run this show since it is his connection his friend but uh let's give brandon a call and see what this episode is really going to be all about There. Hey, what's up, Brandon? How are you this morning?
0: What's up? I can tell I'm being recorded by how professional you're being right
3: now. <laughs> this is how I always talk to you. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't start off with some kind of slur or something like that towards you?
0: Yeah, usually it's a racial slur. Oh, wow. I, did, I didn't put racial in there.
3: You added racial in there. <laughs> A slur doesn't always mean racial, you fucking son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) It is when you call me. (laughs) What's up, dude? It's what, Friday morning? It's Friday morning.
3: Yeah, I just woke up. I dropped uh, dropped Frankie off at school and then uh, came back and turned on the Roadcaster here to give you a call. And I kind of informed the people listening right now that... uh, Uh, you're going to kind of lead this charge because this is really based on a couple characters that you've introduced into my life, uh, specifically when we went out to Newcastle, and we decided that these stories were just so awesome that if we ever got the opportunity or needed uh, a fill-in of some sort, that we would get in and have these guys tell at least a story or two. But apparently one of them's not awake. You you take it from there.
0: He kind of hibernates, man. Like, uh, you know, hey... You're in California. It doesn't really get cold there. It does. We're calling quote-unquote here, cold. But we're talking like you put on long sleeves. It's like 20 degrees here, bro. So it's winter. People that are shaped and look like bears like to hibernate, and I'm one of those people. So, yeah, we sleep, bro. And uh, one of our guests for today is probably still sleeping. Sometimes he hibernates for days at a time. And, you know, you just got to let sleeping bears lie. But we do have the benefit of joining Sean Ye for this call And Sean Ye is a friend That I've known for a long time Went to high school with We've done <laughs> a bunch of stuff That I probably can't say On the podcast
3: Oh well, you can uh, right say now. it on the podcast that's why, we're only, that's why we saved him from the audio Like that's like for people who don't know Like there is restrictions and stuff like that On YouTube for ads and stuff But we could say whatever we want on the fucking podcast So I mean you could say whatever you want It's just up to you if you want it to live in, in infamy which is why we're not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but, yeah, I mean, Sean, yeah, he's a great dude. He's been your house, too. I mean, you know. He's, yeah, he's been now, a Sean, for the, a while
3: now since uh, when you first showed me videos of this guy. And, and uh, before I met him, you were sending me videos of what this guy was doing. I think you guys went down to Skid Row at some point and did a game show. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: the Skid Row game show. So before Drake with Johnny, you know my film projects were vastly different, and one of them was following Sean around and and trying to do some skits with Sean. And uh, yeah, I mean we we did a bunch of shit with him. And honestly, dude, let's just let's just get him on the phone, man. Let's uh, let's get to this, huh? Okay, let's let's bring Sean on the phone. All right, let me see if I can do this. I'm calling you from my computer right now. So I gotta gotta loop this guy in.
3: Let's see if if anyone can figure it out. It's you. I don't
0: know, dude. You uh, you tried to be the tech wizard earlier this week. This week?
3: What'd I do this week? I don't remember what he's talking about. I think he's trying to loop in the call right now. I'll put some music back here. Hope everybody's week's going well.
0: Did this work? Perfect.
2: Oh. Sean. Are you pranking me or what, dude? What's up? You alright? Are you on the phone now, Sean? I'm on this phone, you
3: yeah. know, I paid a bill. <laughs> that wasn't what I was asking. <laughs> but I love it. How are you today, Sean? Um, man, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It's it's uh eight thirty in the morning here. I'm just having my uh, nice. second cup of coffee. I'm really excited that you're on the show today, man. Oh,
2: I'm excited too. Sounds great. Yeah, I was telling, I was telling
0: uh, Johnny. You know, we we're supposed to have another guest on the show here, but it's winter. It and you know, people hibernate here in the winter, which they don't do it in Southern California. Correct. And, yeah, they
2: they bear it up. Yep.
3: Yep. And, I don't think that that's. You know, think, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't mean to cut you guys off or anything like that, or call you completely out on bullshit. But I know a lot of other cold places. I visit a lot of other cold places. My wife's from Alaska. I don't think it's a general acceptance that people, that people hi- hibernate. Bears do, but normal people don't just hibernate.
2: Well, uh, y- yeah, but drunks do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair, that's fair. I just
3: want to get yeah. that out of the
2: way. Yeah, we, bi- we binge for, like, you know, Alaska has, like, what, 90 days of darkness? Mm. We do 90 days of getting fucked up, and then we sleep the rest. In
0: all fairness, I mean, Sean fell asleep at like 4 o'clock yesterday, right after we got off of our uh, community call with the Discord there.
3: Wow. I was up for like 36 hours. What were you doing for 36 hours, Sean?
2: You know, a lot of different... I like to stand around different places in my house. I get up, I walk around, and I do stuff, and then I... I try to get comfortable, but then, like, I immediately think, like, I got to go do this, and I go out, maybe I'll rearrange the fridge. I don't know what it comes down to, but the sleep thing does not like me most days, so I just end up pushing through, and then I wake up, and, you know, I I wait for my friends that have kids and, and jobs, and then I'm like, you know what, I'll call them and see what they're doing, then we go and smoke cigars, and drink coffee at random places in town.
3: So you waited around to see Brandon yesterday is what you're saying?
2: Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I knew he was, I knew he, I needed a little, a uh, little friendship time.
0: Nice. <laughs> I just want you to you know when he said waiting around, we went at like 9am to do all this
2: stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've been waiting. I didn't get home till four in the morning and then I get home and then, you know, Need something to
3: do. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. <laughs> I think you were telling me yesterday on the Discord that I asked you about your Thanksgiving, Sean, and you said it was cool. oh yeah, gotten a couple of bar fights.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a I got a blown out knee from that. You know, these uh, he, it's never it's never one thing. It's always like it seems like the the women have all, always get into fights, and there's no age range for that. Like you know, it could be. 22, it could be 52, but they're getting mad. You know what I mean? They get all liquored up, and uh, you know, I don't know if they're fighting over their their hairstyles or what's going on, but something's happening in the water here.
0: There's yeah, there's definitely something in the water here.
2: Oh yeah, man, it's making the turn into flesh. It's what? <laughs> like flesh baskets, man. They got no minds. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, just, I like how you said that term, though. Like, it's just a, a very common term to say. Like, <laughs> and flesh baskets. Like, like anybody knows what the hell that is. You're like, oh, yeah, just a flesh basket.
2: <laughs> well, you know, in my in my mind, I just perceive that everybody's going to get it, you know? Because <laughs> there's oh. too much training.
0: I, I like that, though. I think you just keep rolling on that way, man. That's what makes you you. I agree. oh. So, I love Before it. you get on the call, Sean, we were we were talking about some of the projects that we did together
2: and uh Johnny brought up the, the
0: Skid Row game show.
2: Oh, yeah. That was a very fun and terrifying time of my life. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that I don't think anyone should that place whole place should be quarantined, first of all, with giant walls, District Nine. <laughs> but uh, you know, I wouldn't recommend anyone go there for anything unless you're going to drop something off and leave, you know, like a basket of something. A basket of what? (laughs) Like you can put cans of stuff in there, but the thing is, I don't know if they're able to open cans. You can't just have people rubbing cans on the sidewalk to open them. You know what I mean? Like you got to bring them stuff that's like quick subs and a wrapper and get out of there. Oh, you mean to like to help them out? Nah, yeah, you can help them. I mean, they'll use the basket for all kinds of things.
3: <laughs> That's what I was asking. I was like, what kind of basket are you putting down there, man?
2: Um, clothing basket, mainly the plastic kind got a little structure to because I know they'll, I mean, they'll have that built into a uh, some type of castle in no time. I, I Actually, to be funny, the one time I, when I was there, the guy got so excited that we were going to talk to him, he destroyed his entire house. Like, he got out of the tent and just, I mean, he just leveled everything. And I, I thought to myself, I don't understand that. But then at the same time, like, what else are you going to do during the day than rebuild your whole life? You know, like, it's like Legos. You're going to destroy them to build a new set. And that's her life, Legos.
3: This, okay. That's a, it's a different kind of analogy, but I'll go with it. So, this guy got excited because you're about to play the the, the Skid Row game show with him, right?
2: Yeah, you wanted my hand
3: sanitizer. Okay, so l- l- let's back this up a little bit. Why don't you two try, uh, to, them try them. to Try yeah. to dis- try and tell me if I've never seen this before. What the Skid Row Game Show was?
2: Skid Row Game Show was basically I was down there asking questions to random folks, and I was basically letting them. I was I was going to give them something regardless whether they won against my questions. My questions were very simplistic, but. You know, I'm trying to get out there. If they want, I answered a couple questions correctly. I was letting them pick from my cart. I had a cart I was pulling around full of stuff, and I was offering them that if they win, you get to pick a couple of things out of the cart. I'll give you some soap, a toothbrush. You know, all the stuff you're going to need water for. I don't have that, but I'll give you the stuff, and you make it work. And that's what I was trying to support them in that. And they were they were very excited about that. And, uh, you know, we went around the first guy we talked to, you know, apparently was a lawyer and an author in his world. And, uh, you know, he was excited. They answered most of the questions, right? Some of the people had no idea like even what city they were even in when I asked them. Um, you know, I had a guy, I had a guy down there. Um, he did some sit-ups for me and, you know, I I didn't think he was going to live for the sit-ups. But I made sure, I gave him an air mattress, and he immediately went and sold that for crack. I know it because he got excited about it. He put the pipe in his sock, and he ran away. Oh,
3: shit, man, that's bleak. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, the worst part of it, I'm sitting there, we're on the corner, I was singing a little tune, okay, I was singing a little tune about, you know, the game show. And as I'm singing the tune, you know, and this is like crazy you know, maybe a little out of pocket, but there was a guy next to me in a sleeping bag and he defecated in his hand and threw it on the sidewalk next to him and went back to sleep.
3: Mm. See, that's just sad, though, too. Like, part of yeah. me wants to laugh, the other part is like, that's just fucking incredibly sad.
0: Oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's, uh, it's It's a different world, you know? I don't think a lot of people have ever been around Anything like that and, and to see what those people in Skid Row go through every day on, on a day to day basis is kinda insane. Yeah. So yeah, Sean was down there, you know, trying to help out, give away some stuff to spice up their day and uh
2: Yeah. It's, it's a live mental
3: hospital, basically. Mm-hmm. So what were What's some of saying? the so what were some of the questions, do you remember?
2: Um, you know, we were trying to ask people, you know, it mainly me five Five cities, you know, um, and, and and I was getting like full continents and states as answers. Mm. Uh, we asked people like, um, you know, who would win in a fight, Godzilla or, uh, you know, Bigfoot. And, you know, that's more of a biased question, but I think we all know Godzilla is going to win that. So, <laughs> you know, that was the right answer in Wait, my why, head. Why do we know Godzilla is going to win that? I mean, come on, man. It's a giant nuclear-breathing lizard. <laughs> I mean, this thing can do, you know, anything. <laughs> I mean, you probably... Yeah, but... But King no Kong's a badass, they, too, though. Yeah. No, but King sure. Kong is badass. I'm not going to lie. He is badass. But he's not aquatic. Yeah. And that, to me, is like, you know, that's like seal team shit, you know?
3: a little bit, yeah. He's he's, he's amphibious. I get it. He, I get it.
2: It's a whole other, yeah. whole play ball.
3: It's a whole other play ball.
2: Yeah, like it's a whole other ball you can bring into the game. Like if you're playing, you're playing wiffle ball. You can not only just use a wiffle ball. Like you can use a tennis ball, a racket ball. So he has all those balls. He can play in the water or the land. It's another, it's another play ball.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: I love your terminology.
3: Sean. Yeah, a, that's all I'm... The, I, I, I just think it's very interesting. I follow it. I need ma- it. I, I, you, I j-
0: like you need the coffee table book, just the like way Sean terminology, you know?
2: Yeah. But, you know, it's not fair that everyone should be limited to just what we, you know, talk about to other people. You know, you've got to create your own things.
3: <laughs> but if you create your own thing, no one will know what you're talking about, Sean.
2: Well, that's why they they have to learn me. If they don't want to take the time to learn me, then, you know, get on the Internet. Talk <laughs> to somebody else. Get on
3: the, If you don't want to take some time to learn me, get on the Internet and find somebody else. That's, that's a great quote, dude. <laughs> They're out there. There's
2: other people out there that want to talk to you the way you want to talk,
3: man. That is true. Oh, Everyone does are, need to find their you know? own
2: community. I agree. Yeah, that's all. Don't change it up because you know Twitter's out there and the Nuremberg Ring and all that stuff. Spaceships? Who cares? You know?
3: No, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> you said you I want to go right back there. for a
0: second. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even like try to process it right now because I'm still waking up too. But I want to go Damn, back to the man. first time I brought Sean to your house, Johnny. Like, what was your first instinct there? Man, because he was a character. He was, he was
3: outside the box. Yeah. You know, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. It was back, uh, we were filming an episode. Was that the one with, uh, uh, noodles? Noodle. Yeah. Yeah. Noodles. noodles. Yeah. Well, my first impression was kind of like, oh, uh, Brandon brought some friends over. Um, let's, uh, I was, I, I actually just kind of thought you were, Sean was just a dude that you hired. Cause you're like, oh, I'm just going to hire a couple of <laughs> buddies. Like, and I was like, okay, my because at that point, we thought we needed more people or we were working with more people trying to make more pr- production on the YouTube side of it and stuff. And you were in town still. This right. so is all pre-pandemic. Right. And, uh And uh, we were, you know, figuring out how we were going to film the show. So I didn't find it weird that you would hi- hire someone to help you out that day. But when Sean showed up, I was like, "He doesn't seem very professional at any of this." He's asking a lot of questions. I'm like, are you, and then I came to find out later that you just brought your buddy along, and you're like, "You're just going to help me out a little bit." Yeah, yeah. He
0: was in town visiting. You know, but <laughs> probably one
3: of his first. Was,
0: was
2: it your first time out to California, Tom? That was was that my I think that might have been my first time out there. I knew you called me out for my arms and legs. I knew it wasn't for my mind. But I knew, it was something, I knew it was something to carry. But listen, I'll tell you what. I think that was my first time. And uh, that was a very... It was fun. I had a great time. I had a great time exploring. I had a great time coming to your house. We moved those couches.
3: Yeah. They were there to move, help move the couches because Brandon had an idea that he wanted to film differently about. So we sat behind... That's right. that was The first time we sat behind the bar and we, and we yeah. borrowed uh, microphones from Bobby... That was the last yeah. time, first and last time we used those microphones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we had that like streamcast thing or that box of technology we were using. Oh, it was a box of technology
3: that was 10 years old at the time. So, the TriCaster. The, tri- the
2: TriCaster.
3: That <laughs> thing was a fucking beast, man. So they have tricasters that are like new tricasters is what like all the sports broadcasters use, everything like that. This was a tricaster from ten years prior, and we we couldn't even it was so old we couldn't even update it like that we had to it hunt was running it.
0: on like windows ninety eight
3: yeah, <laughs> oh so, yeah, that was Al Roker's old unit, <laughs> I
2: think he signed it
3: actually, I think he signed that one,
2: yeah. <laughs> now, that was a buddy of that mine. My buddy
3: my buddy had a comedy show here in L.A. with uh, John Lovitz uh, years ago, and they had a bunch of uh, equipment in a where, in a um, in a storage unit. And he's like, "Oh yeah, just come by, grab whatever you want." And I was like, "All right, I'll grab this thing, I guess." And then Brandon's like, "Oh, I, I know how to use that." He had no idea how to use that. He just knew he was going to figure no, it out. Didn't. This, this
2: <laughs> he didn't. He knows everything. He is a yeah. You know. He has a way for everything. You tell him yesterday, he tells me everything. I tell tell him something like, oh, yeah, Brandon, I'm looking at getting, like, this new, like, you know, even a pair, I can be like, oh, I'm going to go get a pair of sweatpants at Nike. Oh, I got a guy for Nike. I I got a guy with sweatpants. I don't need that. I got a guy that'll sell me tires (laughs) with my name on (laughs) them. Okay. I don't even bring it up anymore because he's just going to make an espresso with my life.
3: (laughs) Make an espresso with your life? What?
2: Yeah, like he like takes everything and, and like you know he's he's uh he's got the uh, he puts his little thing his twist on everything he puts he he plays with his beard and he tells me exactly how it's gonna be so I just you know I wait and see because he likes to like constantly interject on my life like in the car he he won't even if there's nobody in the front seat he'll sit behind me because he knows it drives me insane. And then he'll do little pokes and prods and then like tell me how I'm doing driving and stuff the whole time. And the one time he was putting skin on me, I don't even want to get into that. That was skin? a whole thing. He, was, he did something. Yeah, he was peeling skin and putting it on my shoulder as I'm driving. And he said, nice said, I'm going to wreck this car. <laughs> <laughs> was,
3: that's some that was br- after that our Vegas trip. That's some torment. That was after our Vegas
0: trip. After yeah. Vegas <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's exactly what it was. But yeah, I, I was really badly sunburned after our Vegas trip. Oh, year year. So in May. Bad, oh that was
2: brutal. Yeah. I kept
3: telling you to put sunscreen on. You're like, dude, I'm fine. And I'm like, no, you're not. We you
2: listen to him. <laughs> listen to him. You're Italian, bro. You can't be out here playing around in the sun. You're gonna bake like a macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I was peeling for like three weeks. But yeah, I alarmed.
2: Doobie of doobie. <laughs> you know better. We yeah. don't come from
3: the sun. Dude, oh, that was man. it was incredible how I he just kept saying, No, nah, I'm good. I'm like,
2: all right. <laughs> that's, his, that's his thing for everything Yeah that's his thing for everything Except yesterday we had the worst nutritional coffee In the world He didn't finish it I was proud of him for that Because usually he'll be like, no i just power through it We already bought it But that would have made us sick well, how do you, bad, have an, how do you
3: have bad How do you have coffee that bad I've never had dude. coffee that bad
2: well, well come here and I'll get you one and you'll throw it at the window of this
3: place. I mean, I've had like bad <laughs> diner coffee, stuff like that, but I don't drink it and like know that I'm going to get sick from it. I've never had that. It's just, it's just coffee, beans, and water. How do you make that make no. you sick?
2: No. I'll tell you what. We got a place in a small farm town that tried to do something special. I'm not going to say their name, but they, they put like instant coffee with a little bit of flavor syrup and then protein powder in a shaker with a little bit of water, they shake it up, they pour it, and then they put hot water over it, and they call it some type of delicacy nutrition coffee. Like, it's going to save your life. And I'll tell you what, it almost took ours.
3: <laughs> it was pretty bad, man. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. It
0: It's not good. Not.
3: It also doesn't sound like it goes really well with your cigars.
0: No, no. <laughs> Not at all. That was the second cup of coffee we had, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so, was
2: the second. That, we that started was, a, that the, was the healthier cup. Yeah, I, see, that's what you do when you get health in your life. That shit will ruin you.
0: I remember <laughs> going back to Sean's trip when uh, he came out to California, probably the first or second day, Bobby wanted to run to GNC. Bobby Shabinsky, for everyone listening, who's a friend of the show, guest of the show, you know, just he's that guy. Yeah, And uh, <laughs> we went to a GNC because Bobby wanted to buy some protein powder and I'll never forget it. Sean walks in with a cigarette lit and is smoking a cigarette inside GNC, no. asking the clerk how to get healthy.
3: <laughs>
2: no, you can't the dude's name, name was Harry Potter. I said, well, there's obviously no laws here. The guy doesn't even have a real name.
3: <laughs> the guy's name yeah, was, it was, was, it was Harry Potter.
2: The, his, his the, I mean, the, the, the
3: clerk, was, the, the guy working behind the desk at <laughs> GNC's name was Harry Potter. It's Harry Tag
2: Potter, Harry dude. Potter. Yeah, the dude had a calculator for eyes, and a, he was ready to go.
3: Wow,
2: a calculator and he didn't for care eyes. That I was Again, smoking.
3: you have so many amazing euphemisms, dude. It's it's like I, I I still wanted to go back to it's so far gone now. But saying that he turns you into an espresso or whatever the fuck that was because they didn't like I don't under, I still don't understand how that well, has anything to you do know, with.
2: Because an espresso is, is made where you press it. You know, you're really pressing something to, to get, the, get the, high, the highest octane out of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Okay. got this guy pressuring you. So he basically, like whatever you're doing with Brandon, and being his friend for over 20 years now, he puts you, he grinds you up, he gets you going, he puts you in this little cup and pulls you like espresso. I mean, he, he'll get it out of you. He'll definitely get you, get what he needs out of the enjoyment or experience. I love him for that, but that's why he's an espresso. You know, he's not just a pour-your-beans-in-a-cup kind of guy. He'll take it and really grind you out, and then you go home, you know, and you're hung out wet and dry, you I know? I see that. But is, it, but
3: is it not the barista that is the one grinding out the espresso?
2: Not so with, in the, with and him. In that it, analogy, it, yeah. you
3: would be the espresso, he'd be the barista.
2: Exactly, he's he's uh, he's crushing my beans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. I yeah. love that. So, Sean, are you comfortable with sharing the story of how you went to uh, a, a trade a trade school college? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, just just before we get into that, I want to preface that. I heard this story in New York hanging out with Sean. And by the end of it, I had to inform him he did not go to a trade school.
2: (laughs) Correct. I went, yeah, I think I went to a, um, like a pop-up shop, like gangster school, apparently. I don't know exactly what I was. (laughs) I lived in a motel attached to a diner and a strip club. And I showed up at a building every day. Yeah, that's not (laughs) a trade school its start from the beginning, bud. Uh, so yeah, you know, when I was uh, I graduated high school here without honors, and uh, I, you know, I said I'm, I want to go do something. I like, you know, at the time, like the pimp my ride was real big. I was real big in the cars, so I had uh, found this school in um, it was South Hack and Sack, New Jersey, and uh, you know, I, I go there, and it's it's like in a warehouse almost, and. I thought, well, this is going to be good. There's not many things like this in, around the area. Um, I tried to go to Canada for a school there, but I got shunned and I hated it. So I came back and I found this place. So I was out there and they, like, they offered like four dorm rooms for like 30 kids. So that ran out quick. Um, and I was like, okay, they're going to teach me how to install all this crazy stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to really get like ahead here. And uh, I ended up like, going, oh, well, if you live in this motel, you know, this motel will we'll give you, we'll give you money off and everything else. And, and um, so, you know, eventually time gets going in and it, it gets wild. Like, you know, it gets, starts to get wild. I've never been around like this type of thing. I ended up going into the city all the time. Um, you know, I live in next to a pimp and, and, and a bunch of these crazy people and, uh, you know. Things got to the point where I ended up needing needing the protection of some of the people that I went to school with, family.
3: Explain um, that. Explain that a little bit further, Sean. Like, what do you mean? What, what things are getting crazy? You're you think you're going there to learn how to pimp everybody's ride? Instead, you're living next to a pimp in the motel, and at this point, you're, you're still th- you still think you're in school, right? You still think you're in a trade school. Um, I think I'm in a trade school. Yeah. So like, and you're, you're just here to learn the trade of, of auto bodybuilding and, and doing some cool, some cool shit to get ahead. They put you in a motel. They do. They put you in a motel and, uh, then they start to ask you to do things, right?
2: Correct. Yeah. So then later, um, you know, so this is basically I'm living in the beginnings of AI. So this is like all like it doesn't even feel like reality, but they have, so I got this, this guy, and I get, I get robbed in, uh, on the train. I'm, I'm I'm on a train going back, um, not like an actual train, like a, an Amtrak. It's, you know, the subway. Mm-hmm. And I missed my stop, uh, and I had a, a bag full of um, TV monitors for the car I was working on. And I, I missed the stop. I ended up getting too far, and I go to this bad stop, and I got, I think there was like three guys on this train and uh you know i I go to get off and, and they stand up and the guy puts a pistol in my mouth like he puts it right up in my mouth and he's like you know we're taking this shit you know what i mean i'm like oh uh, you know i'm fucking like losing my mind i'm like well oh, you know take it take it take it you know mm-hmm. so i'm going back i have nothing on me and these guys are like you know what you need to meet my you need to meet my cousin chago he, he's uh He's well-respected around here and everything. So I meet him. He takes me over to the diner that I'm living at the motel. And at the diner, there's a girl. He, he This girl comes and sits down with me and we talk. And she they end up, like, appointing her as my girlfriend. And so basically she's now staying with me and selling ecstasy and weed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my whole job was to make sure that, like, You know, I was driving her to these different places and and everything else. And, you know, then it got a little crazier after that. I was walking down through Chinatown waiting for her. And um, I I ran into a a group of, you know, prestigious watch salesmen. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) He jumps out of the woodwork scratching his watch. I got this watch. I got this watch. Check it. Next thing I know, I got a knife in my back. And they're taking my fucking phone and my wall. They didn't want my credit. They took all my cash. I'm stuck down in this city in Chinatown with these guys with garbage bags. They got all these, like, Santa bags over their shoulders. They're covering me around this this side.
3: So I ended up getting the like It sounds like you're describing Derelyte from Zoolander, the new the new line of fashion.
2: Well, if that's a line of fashion, you know, I'm Miles <laughs> Davis. Let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> But um, so it just, you know, it turned into this whole like world I've never experienced uh, really quick. And I learned how to basically, you know, I went from, you know, uh, a suburban street kid to, you know, now living a full-blown Puerto Rican gangster lifestyle. And uh, very scary. I was in a, it was in a, It was fun though. At the same time, like I really wouldn't, I would go back and do it again because I know I didn't die. Right. So like, you know, I didn't die. I was in a, I was in a small, like it felt like a bungalow apartment, but it was so small. And the, uh, so I, you know, a friend of mine was like, Oh, Hey, you know, come over. I'm going to have a traditional Puerto Rican dinner. And I was like, Oh, this is amazing. Like I, I, you know, I'm going to meet, I get down there. And we're at the house, and, and we're cooking. And all of a sudden, we had all this commotion outside. And, and what had happened was the brother was real big in the cars. A, a rival, like, gang came and was stealing his Honda Prelude. And the brother comes out of the room with a shot and shoots right over our backs at the couch. wow, Right out the window. And the other dudes are shooting in the, into, the, into the apartment window. It's a bay window. And uh, the mom's cooking, you know, fucking enchiladas, or whatever the hell it is. And she comes, you know, me are down. We're all down behind this couch. And then, like, everything happened. All it comes, and we we finished the dinner later on. But everything was like, it was like way too much at one at one instant moment. But nothing hit me. So I was like, okay, this is crazy. And I took my time. And spent like the next. They told me I could take the week off, et cetera, whatever. I was in this issue, and uh, you know it turned into a lot more than i wanted to with the whole thing but you know i'm uh, i am happy i'm here and i got the experience i'm not gonna lie
3: i mean that's that's one positive way of looking at it i mean you did get an experience none like uh most of the other entire planet will ever get you know like that's and yes you are still it's, alive but it's just it's still remarkable to me that through this you had no idea that you were being uh, recruited for this gang. You just still thought you were in a trade school.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, you know, I didn't know that like do it. Like they kept telling me it was an apprenticeship and I just kept doing all the work. It was was
3: an apprenticeship.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're doing great, man. We just need to do this. And, and this, and, we're, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to have some cards. We've got some cards for you to do. And then, like, they would leave for, like, hours, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to you know, piss these people off. So they, they took, as a reward one night, they took me to my first, like, strip club. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. But, you know, the, the owner, the teacher was like, I'm going to buy you a strip dance and all this stuff. Well, the girl was so Russian. I, I didn't even understand a word she was saying. So she t- he takes me in the back. He's like, yeah, I'll give him a dance. Well, I didn't know what this lady was saying. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm, I'm back there for like four or five songs. You know, she's she's got my pants undone, all this other stuff happens, and I fe- uh, we we finish. I come out of, the she you know, and he's she's like, okay, you're gonna pay me, and I'm like, no, he's paying for it. And, he, and she's like, well, he only paid for one. The guy tells me, I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? What do you mean? I had no money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the the guy goes, well, do you have any money? I said, yeah, I guess that I got my, my ATM card in the car. So I, I, you know, I lied and I ran out to my car. I peeled out of this place. I'm, I'm, I'm out of there. Well, they fucking found me that night, the the teacher and them, and I ended up having to clean this guy's house for like two weeks. Like every day I had to go over there and clean this guy's house and pay off. It was like, it was like $380 or something I owed, but it was like, I I worked way more than three hundred eighty dollars. I'll tell you that because you know I, I clean behind stuff. But when you clean behind someone's stuff in their house, like move things, that's worth way more than than the original asking price.
3: <laughs> what was the ori- But the original asking price was you doing something that you grazed over with a stripper in the back of his club.
2: Correct, but that you know, in all fairness. <laughs> In all fairness, I'm not good at math. I'm just waiting to see the outcome. And I knew, okay, 380 bucks. That's me vacuuming windows, couple things here and there. You know what I mean? I I'm love not this on my old news, school
3: bartering system. You're Like, ah, uh, you well, fucked up this time, but you're gonna clean my house.
2: <laughs> well, that's how I live my life. We we have a very good bartering system around here. You know, everyone knows, like, hey, you know what? Uh, what well, you need your medicine to live? Well, I'm gonna need my grass cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, oh, Newcastle? you need diabetes medicine.
3: <laughs> I don't know if it's all of Newcastle or just the group of you guys that I've met over there, but there, it's it's something else, guys. It's something else. Let me tell you. I mean, I've traveled the world. I've only lived in in uh, in California, so I can't say too much. But I mean, I've traveled a lot of places, and man, I, it's it's different,
2: in Newcastle. Yeah, we we base things off of like. Uh, a complete opposite system. (laughs) (laughs) So did you graduate the school? What's that? Did you ever, did you graduate from that school? I did. I I ended up getting my, um, what they call, called an M, uh, MECP, which is a mobile electronic certified professional. And then I also got my 12 volt certification and a, uh, a course you take on selling electronics become a professional electronics salesman. basically saying like if i'm selling you an electronic i'm certified in what i'm talking about that i know this product and then, uh, and so on and so forth
3: wow that is fantastic i'm glad that you got an education from that gang and they uh were able to send you <laughs> off onto the rest of your life that's that's a great great all american story oh. right
2: there a hundred percent. hundred. That's the way of the road, man. That's the way. You, well, that's you, not the way of the road.
3: <laughs> you can't use what, that saying
2: there. <laughs> well, if I'm getting in a car, I'm expecting something to go down. So I, that's like you know the road is is paved with potholes, and sometimes you got to fill them up. So you know, in that case, I had to do what I had to do. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to die, you know, so things come to it. You're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. And then, and in the, in the outcome of it, you learn, Hey, I don't ever, I don't ever want this for my life. Hmm. So if I have to, you know, later when I do get back to reality of my home base land, um, I'm gonna have to do some things in barter until I get ahead, until I can become the barteree. I don't know if that's a word, but that's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's not the word. But you said a lot there. A lot of a lot of uh, silver linings in there, and you're absolutely right. I love that how you have a pod- positive spin at all times, Sean. It's incredible to hear you talk and tell that story. There's so much more detail in that that we could get into. So. Maybe down the road, I w- we're going to go into some more individual stories <laughs> of of this gang oh, that we're yeah. part of. Um, so, it's, uh, uh, let's put a bow on this one. I just want to thank you guys. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Brandon's got something. Before we put a
0: bow on this, I do have a Christmas, a short Christmas story that we could close this with since we are getting into the holiday season. Oh, okay. well, yeah, let's get something. So, you know, back when we were around 15, 16, 17, we didn't have much to do Social media wasn't a thing The internet didn't consume our lives So, you know, we were out there actually being Fuck off and doing things One of the things we did Was go to the local Walmart and cause mischief And Mm -hmm. This specific time Sean had dressed up as Santa Claus You know, pretty much full get up Minus the shirt He was wearing a shirt that was just covered in brass knuckles But, you know Sitting for where we
2: live. <laughs> uh, before and, and before we, had, we go further on, remember that, I my fruit Yeah, let's
3: just let's I just had point a fruit stamp out the, a fruit stamp Okay, well, let's just point out that Sean is not a small man. Let's put it that right. Way. Right. He's no. a
0: Santa build Yeah. So, so Sean is Sean is Newcastle Santa. Then we go to Walmart, and Sean has this giant red burlap sack. Huge. This thing fits in an entire buggy. Shopping cart. For those of you who don't know what a buggy. is. <laughs> and inside of that red burlap sack is me. <laughs> the goal was Boy. to try to get inside of Walmart with this burlap sack. And we do, because it was very easy. The greeter just let us walk right in. Sean said, yeah, this is for Toys for tots." Walmart doesn't even have a Toys for tots. <laughs> no, no we walk in with they don't care. They don't care. they people. We walk in with the sack. Sean would push me down an aisle. People would walk by, and I would make some noises or move and people would get freaked out because you know the bag's moving what the fuck well we did this a few times and we pull up to the electronics aisle and there is a mother and i would say probably a three or four year old kid so i Mm -hmm. I do the gimmick i I move i make a little bit of noise sean walks up to the cart and gets ready to push it away and the little kid says mister what's in your bag (laughs) it's down real low eye level with him he says you want to know what's in my bag son it's an elf. And the kid just starts fucking crying. <laughs> Balling
2: his eyes out, a little bastard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Balls his eyes out. They call security. We have to get out of this fucking bag and out of Walmart. And it was just a mess. But yeah, Sean kidnapped an elf and ruined some
2: kids' Christmas. Ruined it. That kid's never coming back.
3: Uh,
0: He's
2: in Belmont Pines. <laughs>
3: that's just. Happy holidays, everybody, from uh, the Drinks of Johnny crew. <laughs> happy
2: holidays, you animals. Come down here and <laughs> let me sit animals. on my lap and let me poke you.
3: <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Sean. That's the way to end it right there. That's it for That's this it. week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Filthy Friday follow-up with uh, Sean Yeh. We could get so much more into it, and Brandon. Uh, again, happy holidays, everyone. Until next time, as always. Happy holidays. Cheers.
0: Happy holidays. See ya.
1: The Helping Friendly podcast explores the music and fan experience of fish through interviews and deep dives on shows and tours. For more than 10 years, we've created insightful and fun discussions about our favorite band, and with the help of our guests and thematic series, we're still discovering new angles of appreciation for fish. And when the band is on tour, we provide a review of every show the following day. As one of our listeners said, any fish fans that enjoy meandering conversations and incredible insight on new and old fish shows, This is for you. Highly recommend. It's not just about the band and the shows. It's about the journey getting there. Throughout 2024, we're going to be running down the top 25 fish tours of all time, and that'll be interspersed with show reviews and regular episodes. Join us and check out the Helping Friendly Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.